You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I am so looking forward to this event. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll you, you look a little drunk with power over there. I'm not, I'm not drunk with power. It's just I'm excited to actually, you know, take this step to actually put this thing together and something that I, I've never actually been a part of before because I think I think it could really lead to some pretty big things for me. I think I think, you think after Olympic, all these years you finally have figured I'm, out your calling. I'm realizing that maybe I'm a little bit old to participate in the Olympics until cornhole becomes a sport then I'll be in it. Um, but it doesn't mean uh, I can't I control so. a lot of it. I think I might be a little drunk with power. Hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank Thank you for finding us. We have a wonderful show lined up for you today because we're going to be joined by Nick and Sam from Bridgeport Brewing. So Bridgeport, one of the fine sponsors and participants in the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. I am so excited. I am so excited for this too. So Ah. we've had the three uh, qualifying tournaments over this last summer, but of course the big thing is this Sunday at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, 12.30 p.m., noon 30, as Sarah says it, Mm -hmm. just to make sure you know it's not uh, 12.30 a.m. Noon 30. It could get very confusing. Noon 30 Pacific Time at the Landmark Saloon Sunday, September 18th, will be the finals for the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup. All the breweries and their listener teams will be competing at, for a one-year tap handle at Landmark Saloon and glory and All a trophy glory. that I'm, I'm actually working on the trophy this afternoon. And there's so much stuff going yeah, we're on. we're making a trophy. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Because, you know, we and, don't make shift enough things. Like, good as head, like, let's no, tackle, it's got to be made. We have to make the trophy. We've got to make it. Yeah, you can't We've gotta buy it. We've got to make it. It's got to be him. Anything Fun Employment Radio, it's got to be handmade. That's true. Yeah. It's just what we do. Yeah, we're not a corporate entity. No. We're ourselves. We need to craft it with love. Sure. Crafted with love. And That's how I'm going to present <laughs> it to, to whoever the winner is. Here's this the wonky trof- tra- trophy crafted with love. This trophy's been crafted with love. No, I don't with think I'm going to... my sweet, sweet love. Don't no. say that you now love the trophy. Now, now it just looks like you've done things to the trophy. Now we've tainted the trophy. No, no. the trophy's going to be great. Yes. Uh, that's going to be part of it. But the other thing that's going to be going on... So those two are... Uh, Nick and Sam are going to join us here in just a little bit. But the other thing, and this is where we really... A, it's going to be a really fun day out there, I and mean, we would love to see everybody who can come on down to Landmark Saloon uh, because we got a bunch of surprises we're going to have. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be side games. There's going to be all kinds of things for everybody, and plus, it's just hanging out and having fun. But also, we're going to be doing a little bit of filming, and that is going to be for the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup opening ceremonies, which, much like if you watch the Olympics, we're having our own opening ceremonies where everybody gets to walk in with their own theme songs, and they'll have, uh, you know, their fans should be there cheering for Probably them. Probably torches. No, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna nix the I'm, torches I'm right now. Yes. I would love to have torches. I would love to have a flaming bow and arrow so that we could light. Like I would volunteer for that. We're not. You're not gonna light up a flaming okay, let me bow pitch, and arrow. All right. Let me pitch. I have a few ideas and I wanted to pitch them to you. So the basic premise is Just this: none of them can deal with fire or like pyrotechnics. Well, them. Hear me out. <laughs> Uh, the basic premise is this. For the opening ceremonies before the tournament begins, each of the breweries and the listener teams will walk in and they will have their theme music with them and they'll go to a standing area where everybody will kind of join up. And as this happens, 
you know, we would. This is where we really, really would love to have all of you out there because um, we need we need people to be a part of this. So we need people there for the opening ceremony because we're going to be filming it. Our friend Bozik's going to be going to be running that, and we want people in this because it's going to look really awesome. And it's also something that we're going to use to showcase you know this wonderful event that we put all this hard work into. So we need you there. Now, those are the basic ideas. They're mm-hmm. each going to have their theme songs. Yes, and we'd love to have you there yeah, hanging out with us all Please come day. out. Yeah, 12.30 p.m. 12.30 p.m. Noon 30. Noon 30. For it, so you're not confused. Uh, 4847 Southeast Division. But Sarah, let me throw out a couple of ideas that I've been working on. Because I'm excited about, you know, I guess you could call me the director of ceremonies. What? Uh, that, is that a term I can... No, that, that's not That is that is a not title I can give myself? That is absolutely not. Director I mean, of ceremonies? I love the idea of, you I know, think that you just mushed together a bunch of titles, none of which you're qualified for, I think, to try and make like some super title. I mean, I, anytime I can give myself another title, I'm all for it. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've called, coined myself an amateur private investigator. Semi-pro, really, more than amateur. I'm... I'm Semi-pro. I could probably go pro. Uh, we, we can admit that. Um, there's there's that. You know, there uh, several different titles that I do have. Wait, so you want to be director of ceremonies. Isn't director there, of ceremonies. But isn't it master of ceremonies? Oh, master of ceremonies. I That's can't believe what I you want. dropped the ball on that. Master of ceremonies sounds more important. Yeah, I want to be the master of ceremonies. Because I want, and then I can, like, direct things. But I had a few ideas, you know, to kind of spice it up. One, I, I don't know, I don't know how much it would cost to rent a horse. But I think riding, if I were to ride in on a horse and lead everybody in... I don't think legally you're allowed to have a horse in the city limits, are you? No, I'll tell you, you are. Because part of the idea that I just had this downtown right now, complete side note, uh, I was going downtown to Digital Trends this morning, and, you know, uh, the Bundys, Ryan Bundy and all that, Eamon Bundy. Oh, the... The the, the occupiers. The squatters. Yeah, Yeah. the the, uh, occupiers. They have a bunch of those people downtown protesting now. Some dude with a horse was walking down 3rd Avenue this morning. Was just leading a horse. What? Yeah, with all this American flag stuff all over him. Yeah, I'm t- this is in downtown Portland right now. So you're allowed to have a, a horse that's have, not a police horse? I don't, I don't know if he was allowed to do that. Do you have to have like proper horse permits? Yeah, um, I have no idea. It was just a guy I walking a horse. I didn't learn anything about it in my horse facts when I was learning all about horses. Yeah, it was just a guy walking down the street with a horse. So if he can do it, I think maybe, again, pitching this idea, I ride in on a horse and I gallop in um, on Sunday before the ceremony, and I do like a like a have the horse do some tricks or something on the cornhole uh, field, and mm-hmm. and I spin around, no. and then it like jumps up in the air, and then uh, I can like jump over a fence or something like that. Have you ever ridden a horse? Um, yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, I rode a horse once. How how old were you? No, I was old. I mean, I was like thirty something. I went I went out to a ranch. And rode around on a horse. You rode on a horse. Did yeah. it go fast, or was it just kind of like we did, did you some walk galloping? In a circle? No, we did some galloping. Did someone have a rope on the horse the entire time? No, nobody had a rope a on the horse. There was an instructor there. I wasn't left alone with the horse. I mean, let's be honest. That sounds dangerous. Um, well, anyway, that's just an idea. So I could ride in on a horse. So I want you to want you to think about that. I'm trying to find out if you can if you can actually ride horses, or if that's like if that guy was actually arrested for riding a horse. Because I I don't know what happened. I thought that you were just only allowed to ride horses if I it was just, like a police. <laughs> Horse, like I'm telling you, horse. it was very strange because I was driving in there and I was just—it was just a guy walking a horse through a crosswalk. I'm like, well, all right, that's going on right there. And then there was a bunch of people with signs and hats and I don't know. I guess people—they were walk their goats and the, stuff. Or occupiers. They were the, supporting the occupiers for something. I don't know what gotcha. it was. Um, okay, so there's one idea. So one idea. Your first idea is to ride in on a horse. I ride in on a horse. 
That's definitely not happening. Wham, Are there any other the animals that you could ride it on that would not be well, a giant? I mean, I can think of plenty I would like, but let's not. Let's, these are pipe dreams here, so that's. Can you ride on a llama? Uh, I know. I don't think you can ride llamas. I mean, we could get a llama, but again, I mean, if we're gonna go with the animals, yeah, I mean, we could just bring in a whole bunch of animals for no reason. Maybe you uh, can have somebody pull you in like a. I a have cleared or something. this with Landmark Saloon, so. I mean, Nick's usually up for anything, but I mean... I'm sure he'd be fine with horses and llamas in the backyard. I mean, why not? Yeah, at the bar. Be, yeah, I'm sure the other owners would be I'll quite pleased. I'll put that pleased. as a, a tentative yes. I'll put that as a, with an asterisk next to it. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe. Let's see, you can ride a camel. Elephant would be hard to get. I have ridden an elephant before, though. What, can you just please list all the animals that you've ridden, Greg, in a I, bragging voice? I already did. <laughs> An elephant and a horse. <laughs> wow. Oh, and a pony. I guess that kind of counts as something different. All right. Well, anyway, these that's one idea. Okay, the other idea, I know you said no fire, but look, fire is important. And I think what we could do, because they'll be walking through outside, you know, as they come in, but before they come in, we'll set up the trophy and the trophy actually, this is a little bit of a spoiler, it's got a cup on it. We'll fill that with gas. Now, I'll stand outside with a bow and arrow, and we'll just light the end, and I'll shoot it in there, and we'll light the trophy on fire, and that'll be kind of like the... Wait, you're saying that you can? You think that you'd be able to light the trophy on fire? Yeah, yeah, I'll shoot a with bow and With your archery skills. Um, yeah, I've shot bow and arrow before. And so I could, like, shoot it down there and just boom, and it'll be a really cool display for the video. When I shoot a flaming bow and arrow in there. Okay, well, that's absolutely not going to happen. But, Greg, it's I private have... private property. Can I do that? I... No. Okay. No, you cannot shoot a flaming arrow into a teeny tiny cup. Well, I'm just saying these are ideas for my opening ceremonies that I'm creating right now as the master of ceremonies. What? What's your? What's the deal, sir? Um, Greg? Yes? You can legally, in fact, in Portland, Oregon... Ride a horse. Okay, if somebody has a the horse. the streets of Oregon, it, there is no law against it. I would like to borrow a horse for just a couple of hours on Sunday. If anybody's got a horse, they could uh, swing down to Landmark with, I'll just ride around on that okay, horse. Okay, so it's said, so there is, it's kind of like a gray horsey area in this in this area because uh, there's, so it says as far as it's, con, as far as, you know, the law Did is concerned. you say a gray horsey area? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you just said. Okay. Yeah. All right. uh, it's legal to ride your horse on a city street. It in is. Portland. Really? However, it's not encouraged because, of course, you have to keep the horse under control, make sure it's, you know, not blocking Why traffic, don't more people sure. do it? Because nobody wants to ride a ho- like, walk a horse down Hawthorne. I don't know. Maybe I can become the horse. I mean, with horse- s- such shitty drivers okay. there are these days, like, that would be very Okay, let's not be honest. Good. My house used to be, I mean, when, when I bought my house, it's a, an old house, yeah. 1907 house, there actually was a hitching post in my backyard. And... So that came with the house, and I believe that was a horse stable, the compound area in my backyard. So technically, maybe I could become the horse guy. That would be pretty sweet. I mean, it does. You already have pretty much a makeshift stable back there. Yeah. They have giant... You're going to have to pick up a lot of poop, though. No, if it's on the road, it's not my problem, right? I've seen people, like, adhere some sort of contraption where there's a bucket underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Get a horse with a bucket on it? Yeah. I mean, have you seen those before? No, I've I I've seen them in a parade. Okay. Where they adhered some sort of, like, mechanism that attached a bucket underneath the horse's tail and, uh-huh. and caught, uh, caught some stuff. Okay, so maybe I could, uh, maybe I should get a horse and, and become the horse guy. All right, so within the next five days before the Brewers' Cup, which, of course, is happening on Sunday. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna become Sunday, a- September 18th at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division at... Noon 30. Noon 30. 
So in the five days that we have until then, when you're, you know, I'm gonna we're not busy prepping everything else, you're also going to learn how to purchase, own, No, I don't want to purchase. I just want to borrow somebody's horse. I was tied up in the backyard. Horse people don't want you to borrow their horses. Horse people are intense. No, they'll be cool with me borrowing horse their horse for a couple days. Horse people are different. I'm just saying, like, there's nothing wrong with them. They're like snake people. What, horse people are like snake people? No, but they're both, uh, they both have a, a certain type. What are you saying about horse people, Sarah? Have you ever met a horse girl? Y- well, yes. Yeah. No, I went on, a, remember, I had, in college, I went on a date with the horse girl. I was dating her for a while, and she's the one that ditched me at one of the dances because she said her horse had cancer. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. She was a model. She was very hot. Was she really a model, just like she in was. the same way that her horse showed, had cancer? She showed me the advertisements. <laughs> That's how I knew. Are you sure she didn't just, like, glue her face into, like, a Fred Meyer ad and then photocopy it? I may have been drinking when she showed me them. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I have seen horse... I do, I do know some horse people. All right, have so known horse people. how would you say, if, if I'm describing, I'm like, well, horse people are different. How would you think that I'm describing a horse person? I, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty badass. You ride around on a horse and you shoot a bow and arrow off of it. But I'm talking like about that. horse ladies. And, uh, oh, I, oh, I would need a lasso. That's true. I would need a lasso. Stop avoiding the question, Greg. What? What about horse ladies? Horse, you know, horse ladies are just like, they're very into horses. Yeah. Like, they just love their horse. Rodeo girls, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know a lot of rodeo girls, but I know, like, girls who, like, growing up in particular, who just were really into horses. And horse people are special. Oh, Sarah's calling horse people special. They are special. We're all special. Well, anyway, well, I might be a horse person, so I take offense by your uh, insinuations there. And so th- this is a possibility. I'm just throwing out possibilities for the opening ceremonies. That's all right, basically let me what just say, all right, so to. why don't I take your horse? Oh, and also, make it a I don't think we more... have a part for you. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so I don't want to take your idea of a horse, but replace it with a human and a pedicab, because we have a buddy who runs a pedicab business. Maybe he wouldn't mind. <laughs> you want to make somebody ride a pedicab through the bar? When Maybe you could in ride the in the back of the pedicab like you're coming in, you know. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. It is. And, you know, then we don't have to worry about you accidentally killing a horse. And there's a. I wouldn't enough... worry about that. I'd worry more about the horse stepping on somebody or yeah. kicking someone. Because I wouldn't really know how to control it. No. I'd just kind of go along for the ride. No, you just bring a giant, dangerous animal into yeah. a small bar pen. Yeah. Yeah. And let it go to town. And then before you know yeah, it. Yeah, and there will be fire it's too the if cornhole, this all like, went out like that. Yeah. Massacre because you, horses stomped all mm-hmm. of us to death. Yeah. But what if I was on the horse and I shot the flaming bow and arrow? That would be okay, pretty badass. We're just going to have to let go of the flaming bow and arrow. <sighs> All right, so you're not even doing very well as, at directing because it's like you don't even have a clear image as to what you think you want to do. No, I do. I'm, I, I know exactly All what right, we're doing. so we're going to have the opening ceremonies. How's it going to start? Are we going to make everybody wait outside? No, I'm not even going to talk about that part, the real part of it. Yes, I know how that's all going to go. I'm talking about peppering the in the... Greg knows how it's all going to go. I do. I do know how Mm. that's all going to go. I'm just saying, I'm talking about peppering in the fire and the flames, just to add to it. These are just ideas. We'll just throw them up as ideas, as as possibilities that we could uh, put in there. If somebody has a horse, I can borrow. Okay, well, nobody has a horse you can borrow. Okay, all right. Uh, That's being suggested maybe you could ride it on a giant snake. Yeah, that's not possible. Let's be serious here. Oh, Let's be sorry. Serious about I'm this. so sorry. I was being too whimsical. Yeah, with my that's a little too whimsical, Sarah. I mean, yeah. Huh? Man, I don't know. How, why don't people ride horses more in the city? That's something that because they're impractical and they're dangerous drivers, and you don't want to be riding on top of a creature that you love who might be hit by a car. Yeah, but how cool it. would it be? Is that'd it? be pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Okay. To be to be that person riding around. Yeah. 
All right, well, how else did you want to direct? Um, well, I mean, do you, are you going to star and direct? Or are you going to do one of those things where the executive producer, director, and star? Oh, so I can put some names all over it? Yeah. Are you going to make Bozik list everything <laughs> at the beginning? <laughs> well, he's the one doing the work. So. I know. Uh, so there he's really the director. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, consulting producer I can put on there. No, um, I think... All right. How it's really going to work? Yeah, I'm I'm going to be doing the announcing as they come in. Or do you want to do the announcing? I don't want to do the announcing. I get scared. Yeah, I know you get, I know you get scared. <laughs> you know you talk on a microphone every day. I know. Do you talk to thousands? Literally, you're talking to thousands and thousands of people right now. Are you trying with to every make word me like, that you say? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> now I've run out of things to say, Greg. Now you make me all nervous. So, well, no, I'm trying to train you cuz I want you to be you know, like, what am I supposed to say? All right, well, are we gonna? Let's give you a sample. So, Bridgeport's walking in right now. They're coming in. Um, we have. Uh, Should I get some music? I don't know their their specific song. Well, we've I just... got. I don't want to spoil their specific yeah, songs. So we uh, have them. What they're gonna be, but you can just pick something. I'm just gonna pick "Eye of the Tiger" because that's what everybody uh, okay thinks of as entrance music. Okay. All right. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Okay. Okay. I'm pulling it up. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Wait, what am I trying out for? So you're trying out to be the uh, announcer. The announcer. I need, yeah, you're trying not to be the announcer. Like, you'll be announcing them coming in, and you're you're building up excitement. There's people excited and cheering. You're on camera, and this is for our business too, because this is a very important video that we're going to be filming. So you can't flub. There's no flubs. There's no second takes. There's no second chances. There's no second chances. You got to do There's this. There's no right. second place. Only first loser. This is live. Live right now in uh, front of everyone. You're making me nervous. Everyone's looking at you. Shut up. To tell them what to do. <laughs> oh my God. To tell them what's coming up next before they look at the the people coming in. So Sarah. So glad I took my anxiety pill today. What? Okay. I'm what? Gonna, I'm gonna hand it over to you. Everyone's staring at you. Everyone's looking at you right now. And I'm profusely sweating. You're profusely sweating. <laughs> I'm so sweaty. But you've got a microphone. Wait, why do I have a microphone? Because I'm going to have a speaker with a microphone there. Wait, we're going to have a microphone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is an opening ceremony. This is legit. I'm telling you, can I got I a vision Howard for this. Stern where like, I wear my sunglasses so nobody can see the terror in my eyes? Because it's probably going to be sunny. Nobody can see my eyes. All right, fine. Cover up your eyes. All right, here, I'm going to put on my sunglasses now. You can't hide the so fear can... in your voice, though. I'm going to put on my sunglasses now. All right, so, so I feel like I'm okay. going to. <clears throat> Everyone's looking at you. All right. They're all there. The culmination of all the hard work Wait, we've done. Wait, so this done. is, am I inter- introducing people one by one, or is this after everybody's already in, into the No, arena? you're introducing, we're just doing a test run to see if you can handle this. You're introducing Bridgeport Brewery coming in. Now? Oh boy, you've already choked. Now? I mean, now you've already, now it's just awkward. Everybody's looking, waiting for you to do something. No, because I, Nobody knows where they're supposed to go. <sighs> all right, everyone knows where they're supposed to go. It's clearly... Everyone knows where the cornhole tournament's going to be happening because it's where the cornhole boards are and where everybody's walking toward. All right. <sighs> ladies and gentlemen. See, I was going to say ladies and gentlemen. That's what threw me off because I want to be like ex- like inclusive to everybody. And now I feel like, you know, ladies is and gentlemen all, being phased of, out. Is this part of what you're going to be saying? <laughs> no. All right. Hello, beautiful humans. And welcome to Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament of Champions. And then everyone's going to go, yeah. Right? Sure. I can't see with my sunglasses on. I'm taking those off. Everyone's right. staring. Oh, is this part of it? You're going to be talking to yourself? First up, I'd like to welcome the lovely, wonderful, and talented Bridgeport Brewing team. We have Kelsey, Nick, Sam, 
and somebody else. I don't know who the fourth person is, but yes. Well, give them a round of applause. And they have their team, too. They have their team one and team two, yes. Yeah, so you've already kind of flubbed that quite a bit. Well, I'm sure I will have the names in front of me. Oh, boy. This is a lot of work in progress. All right, next up, let's see what we can do. (sighs) No, I think that's I think I've heard enough. All right, why don't you do it? I've heard enough. No, I already know what I'm going to be doing. All right, well, I want to hear yours. Well, well, yeah, we can wrap in just a second because we can't just end with me doing this. No, because I'm going to be, I know, I realize that I'm going to end up being the one that has to do it. Why? Oh, really? You think that there's a competition here? All right. Oh, looks like they're here. Okay. All right. Well, maybe we you can test off. this out in a minute. You got Okay. Off. We'll Wait, test it out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. But we'll, we'll come back to it here in a minute. We need to go to a break, though, because our guests are here. All right. So quick break. And then we'll be back here with more Fun Employment Radio as we are joined by Nick and Sam from Bridgeport Brewing. I will test it out at the end of the show. Okay. After, not in front of other people. Not in front of other people. Okay. We right. don't want to scare them already. Okay. All right. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. I hate that. Every time you need to fix that. What? You th- I don't know Every why. time he flubs our name and then it makes us, because it sounds so cool because it sounds like we're friends with the dudes from Super Troopers and then he says our name wrong. Oh, nobody says it right in the end. Yeah, eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I never want to change it just because I know it bothers you. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now by champions. They are who are champions. sitting in here with their first place medals on. <laughs> Resplendent. Resplendent in the first, in place, the first medals. place medals from their win at the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup. I think that was the third one, the third tournament. Mm-hmm. Yep, that, it was the final uh, one. The most recent one, mm-hmm. yeah, that they won. And then they're going to be competing this Sunday at the Landmark Saloon for the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. We have from Bridgeport Brewing, Nick. Coupettes. And Sam. The man. The man. <laughs> <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> you know, I was like, are you waiting for the, like, do they have nicknames? What do they do? <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys have nicknames? Cornhole nicknames? Yeah, I go by Totem. Totem. Right. That Is makes that sense. Is that because you're very, very tall? Uh, yeah, that's part of it. Uh, in most social situations I find myself in, I, uh, I tend to kind of... Uh, stay to the outside circle and uh, kind of just kind of watch over everybody. And oh yeah, a friend of mine noticed that one time. He's like, "Man, you're like a totem pole standing back there." <laughs> so it kind of fit right up right after. That's that. a sweet <laughs> nickname. Though. That is, and I I did notice that when you guys were playing too, because you'd always just stand, observe, watching, looking, yeah. waiting, and then you guys came in and scooped up the win. That's so right. it works. <laughs> <laughs> and then, do you have a nickname at all? Uh, as far as cornholing goes, yeah. Uh, I work under the moniker the Scrotum Kid. <laughs> That's right. It was the Scrotum Kid. It's like Totem and be... the Scrotum Kid. That's right. Gunslinger. It's got a good ring to it. It does. <laughs> Totes and the Scrotes. That was one of the fun things about all these tournaments so far is everybody coming up with their names and then I'd have to yell them out. And I remember yelling out the Scrotum Kid. <laughs> I think there were some people that showed up that didn't know what was going on too. And it's just some guy yelling Scrotum Kid oh, yeah. to them. So, That's why we did it. Yeah. yeah. It was it was good. That was really good. Oh, this time too, we're gonna have our speaker system set up, so you get to yell it uh, over the speakers. Oh, well, yeah, probably for the beginning, yeah, at least. Yeah, well, to um, be even extra super classy. <laughs> yeah. So Bridgeport, yeah, we've we've been talking about it. I mean, Bridgeport's fantastic. But how did how did you guys come to work for Bridgeport? Totems. Uh, well, I totem. <laughs> I got into the beer industry uh, a long time ago when I lived in Cleveland, Ohio. 
uh, worked in a couple. I worked in a rock bottom organization, and then with a place called Great Lakes Brewing Company, and uh, moved out or took a visit out to Portland back in 2004, and just fell in love with it, uh, everything about it, and I dropped everything in Cleveland and moved out here that fall. Wow! Um, and How I, long I, ago was that? That was 2004, um, and I kind of stayed out of the brewing game for a little bit, and then I started with uh, Portland Brewing Company. Uh, worked over there for four years, and I, then I made the lateral move over to uh, Bridgeport about going to be six years ago, and um, I've never looked back. It's oh. fantastic. A lot of fun. Oh, that's so awesome. Does yes. this guy have a great radio voice? He yeah. has a totally great like radio does. voice. Yeah. I've heard that before, yes. Yes. No, I've Same. worked in, uh, at a lot of different stations, and you sound like a, a few guys. Oh, well, hey, yeah. Well, if there jobs, let me know. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sexy. Greg's yeah. like, shut up, Sarah. I don't want him to take my voice over. <laughs> <laughs> no, we might have to get you to read some liners here oh, after yeah. this. Oh, yeah, some yeah. sultry liners. So we can have one. So you're like, hey, this is Toto. You listening to Fun Employment Radio. And the Scrotum Kid. And the scrotum. You and do me. have a morning show already right there. Yeah. Toto and the Scrotum Kid in the mornings. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so Radio is so embarrassing. That's funny because it's so true. Mm-hmm. Like, did you ever, you worked at what, the Playhouse? I didn't work on the Playhouse. I worked on Jammin' when the Playhouse was there, though. Yeah. And they yeah. had some, like, weird names. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, well, they made each other do all kinds of weird things. It was it was a strange, strange station. Jammin' 1075 back in the day. That was that was weird. Yeah. yeah I don't even want to discuss some of the things that they did in that place. No, because that was uh, the weird girl from um, Bad Girls Club who okay. was at that station. And, uh, yeah. and uh, I worked on a morning show at the same time, and she was just this nightmare woman. And she, yeah, they would do things like eat. Yeah, just do gross things, which is. But that sounds like something <laughs> that scrotum eat. and. Uh, yeah, that yeah, totem eat. and the scrotum. <laughs> she might have. Uh, it's on. It's on the YouTube's. If you look up Egypt eats something, it, it, it made some national. She news. ate cat poop. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Oh. On the air. Wow. Yeah. That's and what then, happened. And then she got picked My to be on the Bad it. Girls Club. Yeah. Yeah. So did yeah. she. She was terrifying. Yeah. But anyway, but that no wouldn't be happening. On, that wouldn't be happening with Totem and the Scrotum no, Kid. No. No. no, no we keep, there. They keep, keep it classy. classy. Yeah. We're talking about NPR mornings with that show. Totem and the Scrotum Kid. I feel like Totem and the Scrotum Kid would be like a music show. It's like the Prairie Home Companion. There you go. Garrison Where are you going here? <laughs> and the yeah. scrotum kid. I got out badges there. on my blazers, <laughs> elbows. Lake Wobegon, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, Sam, how did you get started in brewing? Uh, yeah, I worked in uh, California in the brewing industry for, well, total, probably like 12 or 13 years now. And then uh, went back to Davis to get uh, my master brewer's degree and came pretty much straight up here. Wow. They must have scouted me out because... <laughs> have you been here for long? Uh, six, six and a half years. Okay. Wow. Didn't you yeah. have a stretch in Hawaii? I did, yeah. Really? California, Hawaii. Um, All working for the breweries or yeah. working in brewing? Wow. Yeah. yeah, it was... Yeah, that doesn't sound like a, a bad good deal. Gig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> work on my tan or yeah. just get red because I'm Irish. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Me too. I turn like a darker shade of pale. That's yeah. about all I get. <laughs> yeah. Works out. I'm Hungarian and uh, Welsh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's white. That means I'm well hung. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that. What did you say? <laughs> Welsh and Hungarian. Okay. Oh. You even got the morning show pun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this good. is a morning show. Now I'm, uh, we might have to talk about this on the network. So, uh, <laughs> Well, that's awesome. One, Bridgeport has been around for quite a long time. Um, Bridgeport Bring. When did it start? Yeah. 1984. 1984. The, uh, oh, that is. We don't like to be called the oldest. Brewery, yeah. uh, we like to be called the first. Ah, that's a good Oregon. call. Yeah, a little, there you go. You know, 
little play on words. Right. Tweak yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just flip it so you don't sound old. They told yeah. us to say that. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the first brewery. Well, that is good. I mean, that's a long time, and seriously, that means that you guys are doing something correctly. Yeah. If you can make it, you know, thrive for that long. Yeah, it's a tough scene too out here, and there's a lot of small breweries, a lot of competition coming right. up, and. Uh, stuff to mm-hmm. stay relevant but uh we're doing our best yeah well i mean you make some fantastic beers and i know you brought a couple of them in here what is that i think they brought more than a couple yeah yeah more than a couple yeah that's one of our newest uh ipas the Stumptown uh candy peel and then <sighs> oh i've had that mosaic cream ale very oh. light drinkable yeah. good summer beer and a summer yeah. beer now how All do you right. guys come up with these recipes like what's the process for that well, there's a test brewing that goes into it uh, before anything mm-hmm. happens on our system. We have a pretty large system, and so. But um, we have a relationship with the Oregon State, so we get the, oh nice we get the test brew on their equipment and then uh, bring it back up if, and then put, produce it on our oh, on that's our system. Cool, that's awesome. <clears throat> wow, yeah, a lot of uh, R and D goes yeah. into everything. <laughs> now, do you guys have yeah. a favorite beer that you that you make? Oh, uh, well, I do currently at. I mean, it's been on drinking it all summer. Uh, we produced a Berliner Weiss uh, right in the springtime, which is a classic old German sour, and uh, it's a, it's only on in the tap a tap room, but uh, just an incredible beer, refreshing, uh, beautifully balanced. Um, you know, it's just, it just it just makes you feel good when you drink it. You know, it's not too bitter, it's not too over the top like that. So the sour component just. You know, beautifully balances the beer out. Um, just super refreshing. I can see that. I'm, I'm sitting right next to him, and I can see the passion in his face when he's talking about it. You <laughs> yeah. mean this. I've studied it deeply all yeah. summer. So. <laughs> With your face. That's right. <laughs> and what about you? Do you have a favorite? Yeah. The, um, well, I'll reference the cornhole tournament to where uh, I really put long ball to the test. Because yeah. <laughs> it was a long day. It oh, was a, yeah. It was a competition. I, I had a know. number of long and, balls that um, day. <laughs> Great beer. It's kind of it's got a good uh, oh, floral the hoppy. Hail, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we do that for the Hillsborough hops exclusively. Yeah, it's um, their ballpark beer. It's their ballpark oh, beer. Oh, awesome! And uh, great beer. I do. I will tell you. I, I do work at uh, Landmark Saloon from time to time, and we sell a lot of long ball. Nice. Yes. Good. <laughs> now, have you we, thought about that. for uh, for the tournament? You know, if you guys win, Bridgeport gets a tap handle for a year at Landmark Saloon. Have you thought about which beer would go on that tap handle? At least the first one. Hmm. It's a tough up. call. Well, we're not in the marketing or the distribution <laughs> side. But we certainly hold the well, you hold can the, have, <laughs> Yeah, you can have a vote in it, yeah, though, I, I guess bet. We, uh, we'll have to talk to our salesman. Yeah. <laughs> okay, See, fair you enough. can get that delicious, like, pornographically described one that you were oh, talking oh, about. Yeah. <laughs> I would drink it just by that. I know. Yeah, <laughs> just by that description. <laughs> Put some, like, just when somebody walks up and is like, oh, what's this beer? Just play the recording of you <laughs> describing the beer. <laughs> 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 well, let let this one. <laughs> <laughs> let Totem tell you. <laughs> Interactive beer. Well, it's funny, like, the, even the, the servers in the pub, they sometimes they struggle uh, coming up with a good sales pitch for the, for the beers and... Uh, a lot of times they'll come up to me and uh, yeah, just because of my background with rock bottom and pub a pub you know working with a staff uh, I've just got a, a good rapport with them and I you know I understand I've got I understand how to help them describe the beers a little bit easier for them and not you know just dumb it down so the uh, the guest doesn't feel too overwhelmed with right. te- technical terms and all that nonsense yeah, well, yeah the beer speak can sometimes be a little intimidating yeah especially in this town mm. No, I know. Yeah. And like, if I, I like, I'll get a blank, like a glazed over look. I'm like, I don't understand what that percentage or what the <laughs> IBV or whatever those things are. What is an IBV? 
Uh, is that one of is that one of the abbreviations? I sort of, uh, IBU. IBU is what you're trying to go for. I guess V's look like U's sometimes. Hey, I'm smart. <laughs> there's ABV and there's IBU, so you're you're in I there conflated somewhere. them a little. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So when people talk to me about that, there's the ABV is alcohol by volume, right? Correct. Percentage. Yeah. Okay. Greg, look at you. But the IBU, how does that? That's actually... international bittering unit. Okay. Because this is one thing where I have pretended like I know what I'm talking about. And when somebody says it to me, I'm like, oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's, mm. yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's a really great. High it's a great IBU. Uh, uh, I don't really, really know what it is. Right yeah, yeah, I can taste the IBUs. So <laughs> How does that scale work? Uh, well, well basically, just... the, the more IBUs, the bitter, more, more and more bitter you're going to get. That uh, totally makes uh, sense. There was, the, there was a time in Portland where, I mean, what, there was like IBU wars going on, you know. Yeah. It's just like who could get the most into a glass or into a bottle. Uh, I think we're past that time frame now. Mm. But yeah. yeah, it was like a mark of, you know, uh, like prestige. Yeah. Well, oh, ours is 130 IBUs. You know, it's like come on. <laughs> After 100, it kind of yeah. yeah is yeah. it drinkable? Right. <laughs> a million. I, I clean my paintbrushes in it when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that is good to know. Okay. Well, we where is the, so? Where is the tap room where people can come and and try out all of the amazing beers? That's on uh, 13th and Marshall, mm. down in the Pearl District, uh, which the, like the north end of the Pearl, uh, across from a Safeway. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's a little good landmark. You can find it there. Yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful brew mm. pub. It was uh, renovated back like 2008 or seven, uh, a little modernized to fit the to, you know the neighborhood. Um, you know, the food is extraordinary. Uh, Chef uh, Jack, I mean, he produces some of the best uh, pub food in the city. Just uh, just incredible stuff. All over the place too. A proper English pub, a lot of lot of classic dishes um, that you would find in those places. And then you go, they go crazy with all kinds of great specials and uh, fresh fish every day, all kinds of good stuff. Oh, that's great! Awesome. Yeah. Now a beautiful you're... dock to eat on and uh, sit in the sun. Now you're making me hungry, and I want to go drink beer there <laughs> right <laughs> I, now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, so definitely go down there and come out this Sunday. Uh, to Landmark Saloon and support Bridgeport uh, as they as they battle for the championship. Mm-hmm. You guys, I got to say, like one of the I things we were, yeah, one of the things we were most surprised about with this this series of tournaments was honestly how good the Brewers were. <laughs> like you guys were all good because <laughs> we have some pretty good listener teams that play, and I didn't know how you guys would all be. And you, well, I mean, obviously you two killed it. Mm. You got first. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was impressive. Like it, you're formidable uh, opponents here for this thing. Are you going to be practicing at all this week? Uh, no. With some beer, probably. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're yeah. trying yeah, to get definitely. that a beer in the hand throw down. It's not all that easy. you got to have the balance and <laughs> oh, the yeah. weight yeah. of it's the bag. It does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, then difference between, you know, if you're halfway through with your beer, that throws off your balance. I usually, I actually switched to a margarita. We just talked about that <laughs> earlier. You? It was so warm that day, oh, wow. I, I needed something to keep cool with. So I, I definitely <laughs> hydrate had to. With yeah, the, uh, yeah hide, hydrate yeah. with the margarita in between beers. Well, we have different techniques, too. Uh, Sam kind of throws a, I guess you would call a classic kind oh, of a do bag. Like a flat bag. It's like horseshoe style. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's how I do too. And I, I kind of let mine like hang in my hand. Do you do a corner? A dang- yeah, a dangle. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, mean, I let it dangle. You know, sort of like a. You know, yeah. Okay. Okay. We know where you're going. Okay. Just keep coming back to that joke. <laughs> so scrotum doesn't it's all, dangle, but totally. It's all working does. out things for the morning show. That's <laughs> what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, our buddy. So on our team, our, uh, our cornhole team is whiskey business. That's the yeah. name of ours. And then we have two danglers, and then Greg and I both do it flat. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, two so tanglers, to, two flats. <laughs> we're two flats. I don't know where that goes, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> There's saying. There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, there is. It uh, might not be a bad idea to stop by a landmark at some point this week because I am saying between uh, the last time you played and this time, they're new bags. Oh. So whoa. I probably appreciate that tip. Uh-oh. Is that, just like, are we violating some rule by giving that to I, They would have so. found out if they went there yeah. anyway, so I'm just giving them a are little they, motivation. Uh, are they sanctioned? Have they they are sanctioned. Weighed and everything. They are. I, I believe so. Weighted. Yeah, there'll, there'll be a They're proper weigh-in. We'll have no deflate gate uh, situations. Right. <laughs> Do we have to weigh in as well? Is <laughs> oh, that yeah, be a, yeah. A face-off. There is. It's a very strict thing. I mean, we have the opening okay. ceremony. Right. I heard there's opening songs and things this time. How there, are we doing that? There is indeed. So it's going to be an opening ceremony, uh, a la the Olympics. Oh, yeah. So, so you guys don't have to worry about it. You yeah. just have to worry about walking in. We'll yeah, take care we'll of let you know that day. Okay. Yeah. So you guys will be walking in. But you should probably still be wearing. Your medals. Oh, I mean, I might make yeah. mine into a belt buckle. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's that would be that's pretty awesome. Idea. <laughs> and that kind of blind people too, as you're yeah. around a little. Sweet. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming in. This is awesome. Oh, thank yeah. you. This My is pleasure. great, and right can't wait to hang out on Sunday. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah, so I'm we'll so excited in, about this. We'll see you in five days. Hey, yeah? can we do one plug here? Oh, Heck absolutely. Yeah. We uh, we put our hop harvest uh, in the bright tank today. Uh, should be in package. Well, but either in the next couple of days and probably out to market really soon. On Friday. On I Friday, think. yeah. So this year's is uh, a kind of like a, a rusty, uh, like uh, Northwestern pale ale with uh, Amarillo fresh hops. Right Ooh, now. wow. And boy, they impart such a nice, subtle peach and uh, almost like a lot of a lot of stone fruit uh, like notes I get in there. It's beautiful. Nice yeah, little beer. beer. And what's it called again? Just, uh, it goes by the name of Hop Harvest. Okay. Yeah. Bridgeport Hop Harvest. Yeah. And out, out in stores, you can buy it on Friday. For sure. Uh, at is... the pub on Friday. At the pub on Friday. That's for sure, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh, yeah, it's exci- it is, and it's a, it moves quick. So if uh, people are down for it, you got to get down to the pub fast. Uh, otherwise, it'll be gone before you know it. I Greg, think everybody knows what they're do doing that on, that. on Friday. So that. that settles that one. <laughs> right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on Sunday and hope to see everybody out there. Yeah. So okay. let's, uh, right on. Bring your game. <laughs> we will. <laughs> Total and the Scrotum Kid right here on Fun Employment Radio. All <laughs> we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. Nick and Sam from Bridgeport Brewing right here on Fun Employment Radio. Nick really does have a radio voice. He does. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty solid. Mm. And when he's describing that thing, I'm like, I almost feel like I could taste the beer. <laughs> I know. That was really good. I think an interactive beer uh, system where you just press a button and then you get to hear it. Like when you go to a museum and you put on, you know, like the, the headphone tours. Oh, Nick, you take the headphone tours? I've, I've taken a headphone tour. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Is that <laughs> a really great. embarrassing no, thing No, it's, it's yes. not embarrassing at yes, all. Yes, I took a headphone I tour I never before. have, and I've actually, because I was like, oh, headphone tours. But you learned so much about the paintings. Like, I, I regret actually not doing more of those. No, I took a headphone tour, I think, in New York. Or, I don't know. Yes, I've, I've taken a headphone tour. And I've been that guy. You walk around, you've got your little tape player or whatever. Has, it's not a tape player, but, you know, the thing that plays it. Is it your, your Walkman? My, my Walkman. Mm. I walk around with my Walkman, yeah. and I listen to the accurate descriptions. I'm just saying you Make could sure do you that. you don't, like, knock the thing so the CD doesn't skip. I'm I, Well, yeah. I'm just thinking you could do that, you know, with something for uh, for beer. Although somebody already in the uh, live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live says an interactive beer museum is called a bar. So <laughs> maybe my idea is not the best, but I'm... I think there's something there. Bada boom. A virtual beer tour. 
Where you get all the knowledge, but none of the drinking. But none of the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds like the worst tour ever. No, you order, what about a beer of the month club? Yeah, those already exist. Or a 12-pack club. Yeah, that there are 12-packs. But packs. then you get an audio book that goes with it that describes each one of the beers while you're drinking it. Or, you know, you could just read the side of the No, bottle. it's much better to listen to somebody do it. And it, like, comes with a free download of the descriptions of all the beers. Okay. This month's is June's Beer Club, or something like that. I'd have to come up with a better name. That name already sucks, but... June's Beer Club? Well, June for June. The June's Beer... You know it's September, right? Yes, but I'm saying this is in theory. My God, you're driving me insane. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, so for our sports news for the day... Something that happened last night during the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams Los Angeles. Now, you know about the L.A. Rams, right? My friend Josh went to that game last night. That's all I know about them. (laughs) Yes, that's that's the most important thing to know is that our friend Josh went to the game last night. That is all you need to know about the L.A. Rams. Okay. Uh, Then I know it. (laughs) (laughs) I already knew that. Uh, So everybody at home know that if somebody asks you about the Rams game. well, Well, Sarah's friend Josh went. And that's all people need to know. Yeah. It's true. I want to know where his seats were. Anyway, um, so the uh, L.A. Rams just came back to L.A. after 20-some years of being in St. Louis, where they were the St. Louis Rams. Oh, that's why it's a big deal. Yeah, that's why it's a big deal. So they were the Los Angeles Rams, and I don't know how many years, for decades. And then I believe in, like, and again, I don't know the exact date, but I want to say it was, like, 24 years ago, they moved to... St. Louis, leaving L.A. The Raiders had already left, so it kind of left L.A. without any teams, mm. any NFL teams. So the NFL hasn't been in L.A. in whenever the Rams left. 20-some years. Yeah. Now the Rams have moved back to Los Angeles, so it's a big deal for that. The NFL's back in L.A. I was wondering why Josh flew all the way to California to see a his team's back. football game. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, his team's back, back in L.A. So that's why it's a big deal. That's why you're going to hear a lot about the L.A. Rams. So that was just the backdrop for the game last night, for the Monday night football game. So L.A. Rams versus San Francisco 49ers. And during that game, they had something happen. Now, this is something that you didn't really get to see on the television broadcast. You saw a little bit of it, but the commenters, when that happens on TV, are told not to really comment on it. And that's when somebody runs onto the field. You know, every now and then, you get a streaker. It wasn't Josh, was it? You get somebody. No, I don't believe it was Josh. <laughs> um, you get somebody running onto the field and uh, running around. You know, this, this happens at games from time to time. Somebody makes it past security and does that. Well, that happened on this game last night. The difference is, is, like, the television announcers are told not to really talk about it. The radio announcers can do whatever they want, apparently. And Westwood One radio announcer, Kevin Harlan, he's a very famous announcer. He does NFL and NBA, and um, you'll probably recognize his voice. Kevin Harlan decided to just call it as though it were a normal uh, play on the field. So I'm going to play it. It's a little over a minute, and this is him talking about the game, and then when the guy comes onto the field, he just rolls right with it. Third and four, looks into the nickel of San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare 
Tyler Tristan. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes They're coming the blue from the coat. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. <laughs> oh, that was the most exciting thing to happen tonight. I tell you what, that was a great call on your part. <laughs> that was a great call. All right, I'm ready for the last 11:31 now, Kevin. Let's go. Look at the police. They've surrounded this man like he is, <laughs> like he, like he's just robbed a bank. I tell you what, he got a whole lap in he did, before yes. they got him. I mean, that was that was pretty good. I expected him to go down much sooner. Yeah, but uh, I hope it was worth it, my friend, because you've got a night in the clink coming up. <laughs> All right, maybe that'll change things for the Rams now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I do recognize that guy's yeah. voice. That was Kevin Harlan with the best call ever. Live at the San Francisco 49ers in L.A. Rams game. <laughs> that's it. I just wanted, I just wanted to play that. It's nothing's nothing's going to top that. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> Would you ever run on a field? No. Really? No. Have you ever thought about it? No. Really? Why have you? Well, clearly you have if you've been if you keep asking me that. It's, it was proposed a long time ago. Yeah. And what what stopped you from doing it? Uh, getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> that thought. A fear of arrest. There's fear one of thing jail. when you're in college and you think, yes, this is going to be a good idea. We should totally do this. To um, oh yeah, no, that's not a good idea. So I have I have that shut off point. I realized that's not a good idea, mm-hmm. but it was it was borderline. Yeah, thought about it at a, a Beavers game. We're gonna run on the field. I didn't do it. I did I not to, do it. I got to go down on the field once though when I was in college because WSU <laughs> won, you know, a game. So everyone was really excited. Yeah, <laughs> so, but that's the only time we were allowed to. Okay, or they didn't so, like arrest us for so, not doing. Oh, so you did. Oh wow, that's a really good story, Sarah. Yeah, that was really. I know. Yeah, that's pretty know. fascinating. Okay. Yeah, and I wasn't going to run nude, though. That was another part of it. I didn't want to do it nude. Just to put that out there. I'm just laying that out there on the line. No, just didn't want to show people your dong. Nope, didn't want to do it. Didn't want to do it. But it was a thought. All right, anyway, we'll leave it at that. Okay. I think we've done a show no. today. Oh, we need to revisit this, don't we? Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right, show me if you're good enough. Well, we've just listened to Kevin Harlan announce. Now it's going to be really hard for me. <clears throat> All right, so this is the opening ceremony. Same precipice. We're getting ready. We're starting it off. You're starting. Okay, so I got to do the lead-in intro. I'm not going to do the full intro that I'm going to do there. I'm just going to do a very brief intro, and then I'll announce your first competitor. All right. Okay. Do you want me to start it again? <clears throat> all right, hang on. Okay. Again, this is a brief. This all is right, a- yes, we all get it. It's brief. Ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament Finale! You gotta do that part too. Let's get ready to cornhole! For your opening ceremony, please stand, wave, and cheer your favorite competitors as they've come from all over the region to compete in this magical tournament that we shall witness today. Sportsmanship is the name of the game, but we all know there will be only one winner and five losers. I probably shouldn't say that. I'll I'll leave that part out of it. And your first competitor, 
winner and champion of the qualifying Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament, number three, resplendent in their first place medals. Wow, you're just not doing so well. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bridgeport Brewing's Totem and the Scrotum Kid. You know, and then everybody cheers. We should tell the breweries too to bring, that was pretty like, good. to bring some signage so that people can hold it in the crowd, like to cheer for them. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. We should put that out in the email. Okay, all right. Yeah, see, that I don't know. Lackluster. I actually. Do you think that you can do? I expected more from you. Do you think you, you think you can do more? Strong. You started out strong. I don't know. We'll have to try it again tomorrow. <sighs> well, are you saying that you can do it better? All right. I mean, I'll put it up to a vote. Maybe you should do it. No, you did the the beginning. The intro part was. I think that you should do like the master of ceremonies, and I'll do like the navy and be like, and our first team, and then I'll announce. Bridgeport. How did that? How did that go again? That's exactly exactly how I said it did. No, and I'm saying that you tell me to name the team, and then I'll say the name of the team. Do I still get to be master of ceremonies? That's what I said. You're master of ceremonies. I just wanted to hear you say it. Oh, shut up. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic. Yes, we you greatly, are. greatly appreciate it. You are wonderful, each and every one of you, and we would love to see all of you out there on Sunday at the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. I want to say Tournament of Champions. How come we can't say Tournament of Champions? Well, because I already branded it as the finale. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Finale! Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it was already was. Um, so that is happening this Sunday Did at the see? Landmark <laughs> Saloon. 4847 Southeast Division at noon 30. Noon 30, 12 30. Doce 30. Watch a lot of narcos. Doce so, 30. No, it's e 30. E 30? No. Doce 30. No, I don't think that's right. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. I'm a Spanish that. teacher, so I'm basically fluent. That doesn't mean you're a Spanish teacher. I told you. Uh, so that is happening. Yes, we would love to see everybody there. 1230, though, this uh, Sunday at the Landmark Saloon. That would be fantastic. Huge thank you to Bridgeport Brewing for showing up. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. <laughs> well, no, I mean for showing up on the show today, for coming on the show, and for bringing us and for bringing awesome us the- beer. Greg, you do not drink all that beer. Yeah, but I mean, beer's no. just sitting right there. No. Mm, all right, we'll divide it up. Uh, but huge thank you to them, uh, to to them for coming in. That was just awesome, and they are going to be there this Sunday. And we are really, really looking forward to it. And seriously, it's going to be so much fun. And we're hoping to see everybody out there yeah. at noon 30 this Sunday. All right. Uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be the podcast Eat Food Already, which is not about food, but about hip hop. And that takes place at about 5.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So tune in to those guys. And after that will be, I believe, Guys and Balls, because I think they're back from Chicago. Awesome. Where Rylan was. So that's all right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow at the regular time right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.